let's get into what's going on with the government's kind of handling of this because you and I think that this is where it's important um, to, for listeners to understand there is a process in which the government like we talk about studies and we talk about research and and that makes people feel good that, that research is taking place or something like that but from how you've kind of described it the government preferentially chooses uh, consultants perhaps research um, that goes along with uh, their economic goals um, that meet certain objectives that they have independent of whether or not they're going to actually save the caribou. And so you kind of laid out that they brought together these committees um, and that they put one t- committee together and then they fired them and then they brought another committee in, and then they, they disbanded that and then they brought in another uh, to try and get information that they want, they they hoped that they would hear. They were kind of trying to figure out who's going to give us what we want to hear. Can you describe that to listeners? Just what took place? Well, the government started getting worried about caribou. In 85, there was a workshop in Kamloops. Uh, uh, about 10 years later, and also there were some big uh, land use management plans in that era that were being developed. Uh, uh, they call them, there was an acronym for it, I forget anyway, land use management plans being developed. And so they put together this science team, team of biologists, and they, so the first caribou uh, Recovery plan was, uh, I think it was dated '95 thereabouts, and they did actually protect some area. They drew lines, you know, around high mountain caribou habitat, not low mountain, because they didn't want to. They didn't want to take away the fiber for the pulp mills and the sawmills. Uh, but the, anyway, the they recommended that the they start they seriously curtail logging in critical caribou habitats. Well, the government didn't like that, so they uh, put the report on the shelf, buried it as deeply as they could. No, well, uh, I have a copy. Uh, and what do they, you what do you mean when you say they buried it? Like, well, I'm what sorry, is I'm being a little flippant. They just ignored it. They they fired the biology or disbanded the committee that they had assembled to advise them, and they formed another committee with other biologists. Some of them were the same ones. How do they go about justifying that? What are their reasons to say these biologists are not helpful uh, or they didn't come to a useful conclusion? How do you go about getting rid of one committee and switching it out without drawing attention to yourself? Because a layperson like me goes, well, what's wrong with these biologists and why? what are these other biologists going to do that's different? I, I can't answer that. Okay. I mean, I... Uh, you know, the, the government just didn't want to know it, and logging's an important industry, and they just said, well, let's, let's find a solution that doesn't involve curtailing logging. So then they formed another committee, and they, they came with a report in 2002, same thing. So they disbanded the committee, put the report on the shelf, and formed another, what they call a, a caribou science team. And they, they seemed like they were really going to get serious this time, and they from 2000 to 2006, 2008, that team worked and they came up with a a third caribou recovery plan. It was really difficult. The negotiations were really hard and protracted. I was, uh, I had friends in the environmental groups that were, you know, on the committee. Some of them left because they, they their opinions weren't being heard and the ones that stayed sort of just bit their Get their tongue and toughed it out. Negotiations were really hard. You know, the the, the logging companies uh, they had representatives on the committees, and there was like a main committee, and then there was a political committee, and then a science committee, and then 
regional committees, like for every herd, or there's a group of caribou herds. And uh, they did their best to come up with a good plan. And in the area behind my cabin, it actually wasn't too bad. They ended up saving a fair amount of, of caribou high elevation habitat, mainly because the Valhalla Wilderness Society and, and two or three other wild site, I forget which uh, environmental groups, they really dug in their heels. And they were about to lose the whole thing. And then politically, I think that the, uh, uh, the government just said, well, no, let's, let's give them that. It's high elevation. Timber's not worth much anyway. Uh, but the, the, the process was constrained uh, politically. Uh, the, the marching orders in 2006 were to not uh, have a plan that reduces the amount of logging. And that's a bit of an overstatement. It provided for some logging, you know, some, uh, some, you know, potentially loggable stands of, of, of forest being protected as caribou habitat. But overall, they were, there was like a zero uh, net loss, a no net loss policy was given to them at the start in 2006, where they weren't the government at the political level wasn't willing to uh, accept any loss of fiber flow to the sawmills and pulp mills. So that's what the, the people on these committees, that's what they had to work with. They worked really hard. I mean, they're, you know, drawing, you know, maps and they had these GIS systems spewing out maps one after the other as they negotiated, you know, they reach a point that's okay, good. Let's map, let's, you know, draw these lines. And, and then, then they would be back to the drawing board the next week, trying, you know, the, the logging company would say, look, that's a really viable, valuable piece of timber right there. Let's let us log that and take this other, you know, other forest to timber isn't, isn't as valuable for logging, but still good for caribou and let the caribou have that. So there were a lot of this give and take and it was really tough negotiations. I, I credit all the people with working hard problem is that they had this constraint yeah and it ended up being there's there's zero recognition of this low elevation habitat that the caribou absolutely need mm-hmm.